it is almost over. Two of the biggest games in club football are almost upon us. A lot of thrill and excitement in the air as we gear up to watch some of the biggest stars and sharpest minds in football take on each other for the big prizes. So, let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome to the 12th episode of Top Corner with Shivam and Sujay, a podcast where we talk about all the biggest happenings from the world of football. The Europa League and Champions League finals are almost here, and we are talking about how the teams fared in the semis and what's in store for the grand finales. Let's start with the Europa League final, which Let's. is about to kick off soon. Yes. Inter Milan versus Sevilla, the three-time champions versus the five-time champions. Yeah. The team of the 90s versus the team of the 2000s, 2010s, as far as this competition goes. Yeah. It should be a fun game. It, it should, should be a tight game. Yeah. It should be a tactically very sound game. Yes, it From both be. sides because both of them have very like sharp managers. They do. Conte and Lopetegui. I can't wait for this one, man. Yeah. So, speaking of Inter first. Yes. Inter Milan have been a solid team for throughout the year. Hmm. Lately so, especially. Yeah. They're still in transition, I feel, because at the start of the season, they brought in a lot of players, brought in a new manager. They're still The players are still adapting to the manager's yeah. policies and the philosophies and whatever. They are. I feel they're almost there, just slightly. Yeah, yes. A few minor hmm. things to be worked exactly. out. Yes. But the rest of it is falling in place at yes. the right time. At the right time. They've only conceded one goal in the last seven games. That is a, a terrific record, man. And Terrific. That came in the... Quarterfinals against Bayer Leverkusen. Yes, it did. What they did to Shakhtar in the semifinals <laughs> was a very, very uh, surprising thing. Another story. It wasn't as surprising because we know of Inter Milan's quality. Hmm. But it was still, you don't expect a semifinal to go that one-sided. Yeah, this was this was an absolute blowout. Yeah. They beat Shakhtar 5-0. Ah. With Martinez scoring 2 and Lukaku scoring 2. Lukaku yeah. continuing his... Absolutely terrific yeah. run of now scoring in 10 consecutive Europa League games. Yes. He's going for the 11th now. Yeah. Extending his own record. <laughs> and what actually st- like stood out the most for me was Shakhtar had 63% ball possession. I know. This, this, this is a surprising start, I think. And even with this stat, uh, Inter held them to just one shot on target. Yeah. Throughout the 90 minutes. I think this was just a fantastic performance from Inter, both in attack and in defence. And Shakhtar, who are no slouch, uh, they didn't stand a chance. Exactly. And the likes of Godin, Devrij, Brozovic, all of these people are making the team so solid, which Conte absolutely is known for. Yes. Making the teams defensively solid first and yeah. then making sure that the attack is also on point. Exactly. And we are seeing it now. Hmm. And in the last 11 games, they have been unbeaten inter across all competitions. Yeah. They didn't finish their Serie A season as strongly as they probably would have wanted. Hmm. But still, they were in the run, in the hunt yeah. for their first season ah, with they, the new they, squad. You know, points-wise, they ran Juventus close. Exactly. But that's another story. Uh, speaking of how they play, hmm. they generally like to dominate the midfield and play out from the back. Yeah, they do. With the uh, Brozovic falling in thoras behind. Ha, if if need be. Yeah. Uh, the three defenders they play out from the back a lot, and if if they are pressed, Inter 
then Brozovic comes in to help the defense play out from the back even more. So and tactically, they're not a very solid team they are. And they're uh. not shy of uh, using the long balls either. No. They have a very, very no. solid, very, very physical target man in Lukaku. And they are not shy of using that. No. And uh, he's not just, you know, like a target man. He he has space to burn. So does Lauturo. And they just work so well in tandem. And it's almost unbelievable how good this pairing is. But you got to see them and to believe them. Yeah. Um, apart from the centre-backs and the midfielders and the attacks, I think the full-backs also deserve special mention in they this do. particular yeah, side. Yeah. You know, you, you know, Conte has used this style a lot. He's used this with Chelsea and, you know, before with Juventus. And uh, he always puts a lot of emphasis on how he plays his fullbacks. And, and we are seeing that. Yeah, and uh, Ashley Young, surprisingly, <laughs> he yeah, nobody expected him to do well, Not that this well. well huh? yeah. Not this well. Ashley Young and D'Ambrosio, they've been great on the flanks. Hmm. They are adept at defending. They start the attacks also. In, and that is something that Sevilla... Will probably be wary of. They should be. And yeah, I mean, they will be. Uh, as you said, they attack very well. And, you know, they overload one side and then switch. So, they've got a lot of attacking options and a lot of ways of attack. Very dynamic. Exactly. And uh, speaking of their opponents. Yes. Sevilla. Hmm. A team which has great pedigree in this competition. Oh, the greatest, I'd say. <laughs> Five trophies yes going in for their sixth in the last 14 years by the way yes in the last 14 years that's it truly the team of the 2000s 2010s when when we talk about this competition and they've been in five finals yeah they won all five all of them that's again in the last 14 years so yeah long long time back um they've been 20 games unbeaten in all competitions yes that included that semi-final against Manchester United. Of course. Where they were not at their brilliant best, Sevilla, but they probably didn't need to be because they were just that slightly better and slightly uh, sharper and smarter. Ah, Slightly smarter. I I agree with that. I think United also had a decent game, but uh, kudos to Sevilla. Their keeper had a great game. Their their, uh, fullbacks had a great game. You know, uh, they played with great solidarity, great tactical technical awareness and this is what I keep saying about this team they're very very technical team yeah and speaking of the fullbacks hmm. regular on loan from Madrid, Madrid yeah and Jesus Navas no, yeah who's a Sevilla legend bonafide huh he's, he's he started his career there yes, he's been he's, around he's Europe. won Europa League before with them yeah so these two have been brilliant this season and Navas has slowly grown into the right back role pehle to right wing khelta tha mm-hmm. yeah and uh, you know they wrecked havoc against United, and you know both of them got an assist, yeah, deservingly so. Again, <laughs> yeah. And see, Serbia again hmm. is a defensively very solid team. They are, Diego and it's Car- not just because of the fullbacks, and we know that exactly. Diego Carlos and Kunde, that centre back partnership is very very good. Fantastic. They've been, they were what uh, the third strongest team defensively, defensively in, in La yeah, Liga. La Liga, we've we've covered that, and yes, they were. And uh, young and, players too. And to, to supplement that, they've got a clean sheet in 7 out of the last 10 games across all competitions. That's saying something. That's saying something. And with this defense going against a team that scored just 5 in the last match, it's going to be mouth-watering. <laughs> yeah. So, see, hmm. it's not just the defense also. No. 
they play a 4-3-3 the holding mid Hmm. Fernando a very free 4-3-3 exactly Hmm. the holding mid Fernando since the fullbacks are bombing up and Uh down he drops in back he drops in and uh, makes it a 3 in transition and he's just having a great great year defensively he shields the back line very well well. Uh, you know other midfielders Banega he's on his last season He's, he's funnily enough played with Inter once and uh, you know Banega, how we know how good a player he is. And, and uh, John Jordan, the yes, other midfielder, yes. he come on the right hand side. He combines with Navas and Suso very well, very well, forming that very intricate triangle, which can actually take a lot of teams apart. Hmm. Especially if you're considering a three-man defense of uh, Inter. Yes, leaving behind some sort of space behind the wing backs. Yeah, between yeah. the wing back and the centre backs, that is something that these three. Hmm. Look, together we'll be looking to exploit to some extent exactly so I think you know we've spoken about great team defensively midfield it's just maybe the attackers are not at their best currently you know they've had a big enough long enough season and you know maybe you can see a little bit of tiredness in uh-huh. campus who's I think that they star forward and uh, you know Al Nazuri he's been all right uh, you know could have yeah, you know, he's bust onto okay. the scene a little yeah. better, but he's still Suso young. Also, Suso, Suso. He's, huh. he's, so, sir, he yeah, plays very well at times, and at times it's you know, it's, see, if, if that right. player was consistent, he probably could have hit a lot higher, huh, of course, of course, in I mean, levels. He, yes, he could have probably even hit Coutinho levels when huh. he was at Liverpool. Hmm. Suso, there were comparisons being made, hmm. so that was something that probably is a slight worry for Lopetegui. Hmm. But other than that, this team is in good shape. They are. Speaking of the final. Yes. Speaking of the tactical battle between these two teams. Hmm. Should be a good, you know, as you said, tactical battle. Should be a good physical battle. Yeah. And uh, can't wait for that Carlos Kunde versus Lukaku Martinez match. Yeah. Uh, Sevilla with their 4-3-3. It's like very said, flexible. It's you know? a very flexible uh-huh. unit. It's not a very rigid, rigid system. system not they all. are fluent. They are very mm. fluid yeah. at times. And this, you know, this is what I really like about this team. They can react very well. They can play more defensive if need be. They can play more attacking if need be. Yeah. So overall, yes. I mean, this is one of their biggest strengths. And this is how they've reached, you know, to the point where they have reached. Uh, Inter Milan, on the other hand, hmm. a 3-5-2. Yes. Conte's favorite. Uh-huh. They are a solid back five when when they're when they don't have the ball when no. they're defending. Yeah, they're a yeah. solid back five. It will be a challenge for the Sevilla attack, which we've already spoken hmm. about how they seem exhausted at, yes. at the moment. Hmm. It will be a challenge for the Sevilla attack to break this down. It will be. It will be. You know how Inter defends with a lot of players behind if they need to. Uh, but you know one thing is Sevilla attackers then might not be the biggest goal threat in the world, but they do press very high and very intensely if need be and you know See, that might might lead that to is the thing okay inter do like to play from the back hmm. and say we are pressing high up hmm. could cause some problems yes but inter always have that out ball they do to beat that press ah, be it the fullbacks or you know a central midfielder coming in behind and and the likes of lukaku and all yes and even you just you have know, a just very like adding one more thing to it even the center backs they can play the ball out from the back yeah. they can take it forward so Again, uh, I think Sevilla might try to, you know, uh, press them a bit. 
but inter should be up for that challenge see um, i think sevilla will need to contain the for, uh, forwards obviously uh, definitely but hmm. also they'll have to contain the wing backs and which they can do hmm. by the way hmm. they have very good full backs with they, who can actually contain the wing backs the threat of the wings yes if they can do that and contain the forwards yeah lukaku and lotaro hmm. martinez then they stand a good chance because that opens a lot of opportunities up for the midfield to exploit the the creative channels and all of that yeah yeah i mean we know inter attack centrally a lot through their strikers even their midfielders and sevilla can you know take advantage of this and you know play it out more wide and maybe catch out young and you know uh ambrosini uh out and you know how good their full backs are so maybe maybe that's going to be you know something they're going to look forward but yeah something that should be kept in mind hmm. conte yes. the man can literally change an entire system within the game yes so that will something that is very reactive manager i do like that about him yeah and you got to be aware of not just the players on the pitch both these both these coaches are just so sharp yeah and uh, conte just just these you know one every so much he's won with chelsea he's won with juventus yeah he can take this mm-hmm. and lopetegi will be chasing his first major trophy that should be some sort of an incentive yeah so who do you have who do you have uh i'd say i know i just feel maybe tactically sevilla can cause an upset tonight though i think more chances with inter but you know if they play their cards right sevilla can actually win this i i do think inter will have a little uh, too much for a little edge yes yeah. Yeah. So, let's see yeah coming to the champions league hmm. the semis just happened yeah and they were good matches they were brilliant matches amazing matches uh, first up psg versus leipzig yeah and 3-0 victory for them i was slightly surprised so was i <laughs> so was i because uh, and not because of the result we had hmm. psg yeah. as our picks but in terms of the performance leipzig coming off the back of defeating atletico in a very impressive manner very impressive manner this was more of a rollover for them yeah you could say yes i mean i think psg were the better team looked the better team played the better yeah, match they, and fresh ha and you know 3 nil you know i mean looks like the right score line you know how they played uh bit surprised how leipzig weren't as good as we expected them to be i think they were nervous to get to this big stage all the maybe, players yeah, and all. maybe maybe like because you a lot of them were conceding unnecessary fouls at one point negus men or tukul ki ladai bhi ho gayi thi because leipzig were fouling a lot yes yes tukul had you know the said a mouthful to uh, negus men you know before that to the to the fitness coach of uh leipzig so yeah that happened um but yeah so see i think in the previous episode we had spoken how leipzig need to be with a four at the back because they'll have to outnumber the forwards yes they did just the opposite they went <laughs> with know. the three at the back and uh-huh. that proved to be a mistake because again like what happened against atalanta psg were able to isolate the defenders man to man neymar against one person He oh, even two two exactly. people at this moment. He yeah. not the kind of skills he has. Hmm. He is he is capable of dribbling past and dribbling out of very tight corners, yes. surrounded by opponents. Yes. And 
him against one person hmm. that's always a risk nah. that was a bit too much and i think yeah you know as we spoke about it leipzig should have gone with a four man defense they yeah. know according to us and uh, with that three they conceded a lot of chances centrally a lot i mean there was a lot of space centrally and mbappe took advantage of it neymar took advantage of it di maria took advantage of it di maria wala jo goal tha that second goal it was a brilliant flick from neymar yes. brilliant yes. no doubt about that but that, but pa- that space open yes there were two this... players and there were three the all three center backs were towards one side of the one side of huh. the area the yes. penalty area and the other side was completely open ha and there, there there was another psg player there exactly and you know just they had a lot of options of attacking when you know when they put leipzig on the back foot Leipzig just didn't have enough bodies back yeah. to be able to defend. Exactly. So and again, see, hmm. all all credit to PSG. They were more intense. They were pass. Uh, they were passing they, better. Passing they were better. Pressing they were pressing better. with a lot more intensity hmm. and a, a lot more. Much improved team. Yeah. See, maybe a couple of seasons back, they were not that known for their pressing. the likes of neymar mbappe and all they were not mm-hmm. really interested mm-hmm. in doing any of that yeah, yeah, yeah. now everybody that, uh, works hard the liverpool yes, game yes the liverpool game yes yeah uh, now everybody works hard and that is something that will take this team a long way yeah it's not just this season you know the way they performed they look like a splendid squad even for you know the next season and yeah. maybe even the next one uh demaria was brilliant yeah he came back he... we spoke a little less about him last time uh because he was yeah, splendid because he was splendid uh but uh, man he came in he showed how good he is ikardi was out and this front three looked much 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 more cohesive much more fluid yeah, yeah they interchanged so beautifully anyone can take up anyone else's space and i think they were just phenomenal first di maria brilliant one goal two assists yeah <laughs> so he had a role in all three yes and uh, neymar ah. we've already spoken about mm. his assist which was brilliant hmm. that his overall that play flick. his assist that flick his overall play he was up there he everywhere on the he pitch he started centrally which was hmm. slightly surprising because everybody expected mbappe to yeah but neymar started centrally and he had a free role dono final 3 mein jahan jahan ja jo marzi karna kar ha i mean you could see him on the popping on the right wing on the left centrally even coming back he had just so much freedom i think they they just give him his his own space and enough style just wreck havoc one one slight worry not just slight worry hmm. one worry for the psg team would be neymar's finishing has been <laughs> off yeah, a by a lot yeah atlanta wale game mein bhi he missed very very good chances hmm. and this, even this game leipzig wale mein bhi yeah i mean except for that though i mean good point except for that he's been brilliant he's passing been brilliant. he's running things he's everything he's just, he's just he's managing everywhere. everything yeah and yeah, he's you, enjoying his football how he is you saw that free kick didn't yeah. you man that was that was cheeky stuff that was courageous uh, it, beyond it measure brilliant it would probably have been the goal of the tournament <laughs> would have been if it would have gone in but yeah. uh, because it, it represented quick thinking hmm. marquinhos again scored yeah. two goals in he's two games he's coming up clutch that boy yeah so yeah just a lot of things are looking up for them uh you know you spoke on marquinhos as we were speaking about the midfield paradise came in he he lifted that midfield was much better much uh, better yes and paradise with his incisive passing and yeah. taking control of the game yes 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 i agree he, he was he was very good and you know uh 
with you know they're going to have more problems coming in with they've got to make a decision on virati but uh, overall that will speak about uh, in a little overall bit. psg just had a fantastic game and they will be worrying by a little bit yeah by definitely on the other hand in their semi final hmm. they also won 3-0 coincidentally hmm. but uh, leon gave them a lot of problems yeah especially in the, the first, first 15 20 minutes they did they did and, and this is something we had spoken about by the way hmm. that bayern defend in a very high line hmm. leon are experts in running behind the defense yeah and that's exactly what happened they had two or three very good chances at least two nil they could have gone up in the first 15 minutes yes. itself and that yes. would have changed the dynamics ha huh. and uh, you know they were just a little bit unlucky in you yeah. know they didn't take uh, chances a combi with that you know he hit the pole depay with that yeah, first few minutes chance and, and... Uh, bayern's first goal nabri's brilliant cut in and shoot that came out of nothing but once that goal came in hmm. leon had to actually start pressing up the field and that's what helped bayern a lot more they were able to settle into the game yeah. they were able to run the channels they were able to use their speed and physicality to their advantage yeah but up until that point it was all leon yeah for the first you know 15 20 minutes as we spoken about even that the first goal you mentioned it came from the fact how isolated cornet was on that left yeah. left wing he and didn't have much support and this is something we mentioned again yes and kimich and gnabry just combined well and then gnabry just took it home uh, robin style L- robin style truly robin style <laughs> but uh, yeah bayern they are high flying they have now won every single game in the champions league this season hmm. but they do have their own set of problems they do and, and, and i think this was become... slightly exposed in the barca game also barca yes. was com- they were completely listless and they could not take advantage of this no in this game they had again they had a high line there as was a lot don't. of as they do <laughs> there was a lot of gap at times between the center backs yes yes and that's how, that's how they play man what leon did very smartly was they outnumbered and put a lot of pressure on thiago, on thiago. and they forced him into making mistakes hmm. and that's what actually helped leon it did i mean once you could crowd out thiago for for that first big chance just you know one bad pass from him or if yeah. you could just take the ball off him depay was in line and there was just too much space between the center backs because you know alaba drifts to the left side because davis is a little yeah. forward and similar with you know boateng and he, boateng, boateng doesn't, doesn't have, have that the much space to cover yes, the high there line there was just too much gap and uh, they they got to be wary of that Yeah. and even for that 10 15 minutes yes most of the attacks came from the center exactly. initially uh, but once you know bayern got going uh, they didn't give leon much of a chance after that yeah but see that was leon hmm you don't expect psg to go that easy i think bayern has one sort of a problem with goretzka and thiago brilliant creative hmm. whatever hmm they do have a problem when goretzka keeps running forward he bombs yeah. forward leaving the midfield light especially yes. in the 4231 hmm. when you're playing a double pivot yeah if you leave one midfielder behind and hmm. the other one is running behind the kabhi kabhi your full backs are so forward exactly kabhi kabhi hmm. lewandowski se aage khel raha hota hai ha ha he he takes in he takes those late runs we we saw that again barca and when you have you know when you're just playing a such a fluid system with your front 3 4 even 5 players at times that leaves a big big gap with your center backs exposed and your defensive midfielder as well who just is you know gets that one pass wrong 
and from everything there the counter starts exactly. yes so that is something that happened against leon and yes. that is something they'll have to be wary of yeah attacks for bayern mostly came from the wide areas hmm. they were exploiting the the wide channels yes doubling up as we spoken that, about and that might just help in the psg game also because yeah of course of course I because think... psg are not exactly very strong on the no, flanks P- defensively no and psg have a tendency to go narrower and narrower even yeah. with their full backs when they're playing and this could Bayern... this could lead to a lot of crosses and aerial chances for the likes of lewandowski even then maybe goretzka coming in wouldn't be that big a big of an issue lewandowski you you mentioned uh-huh. lewandowski he was slightly off with this finishing ha huh. second goal jo tha it should have been his goal that should have been should have been his goal i mean but you know nabri took it again and lewandowski did get his customary goal yes, eventually eventually so all is well i guess now yeah. he has 15 goals yes that's a lot yeah. that's seriously a lot they did sub off boteng at the half time hmm. slight injury issue maybe maybe the, maybe that was the reason but also i think uh, you know Boateng was having sort of an issue with that match, sort of an issue with that game, and uh, you know now maybe Sula might be coming in, and uh, that might just help. Huh? I, I might just. He's a little quicker. He's a little stronger. I just hope he's had enough games recently, <laughs> and you know. Um. Okay. So let's let's talk about the final now. Hmm. It's the big one. Yes. Germany versus France. Yeah. What we were hoping for with Bayern versus PSG too, but I also wanted a Germany versus France final because you know if it would have been two teams from the same country, they would have been just you know. It would have they've been known each other boring, so much. Yeah. Yes. It would have been slightly boring. This, these two, they've played two games against each other. Yes. In back in history, 2017-18 yeah. group stages. Yeah. One, both of them, three-one, three-nil, one game for each of them. Yeah. So. and both of the both of these teams are coming in as their league champions yes you know their serious pedigree coming into of the champions league final of course a lot of people have already said that this final is going to be much better than the last year's one <laughs> definitely last year thoda sa boring tha it was it was you know tottenham. i saw tottenham in the final i was like nah they're not going to do much about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah um expect goals from this one a lot you of them do uh, except it's the final Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that's a hindrance. You know, when you're in the final, you got to be a little subdued, a little subdued. Initially, you might yes, to... but I know having seen these two teams play over the last one one and a half years, hmm. after go, the point they they just they go gung ho, right? Yeah, right? They forget that we are playing where we are playing. So let let's hope this you know final pressure does not really come into the match a lot. Exactly. Because if that doesn't, we're going come in for a big big scoring game yeah psg might be slightly tentative because this is their first champions league final in the mm-hmm. history of the club yeah they celebrated as and, such and the way they <laughs> celebrated it was a very huge contrast by the way yes the way these two teams yes. celebrated getting into the final bayern was like okay it's business as usual hmm. typical german efficiency yeah pahunch gaye final mein theek hai let's win the final then let's then we'll celebrate psg were all like slightly over the top i felt Ah, they've got such characters too. I think you know that that plays a part into it. <laughs> it does. I mean, you know, and they celebrated as such. They they have all the right to. This is their first final ever for for the club, and uh, you know the celebrations was a contrast. Their you know how they've reached here in terms of how they've played. 
that that's not so much of a contrast i think yeah. because bayern have scored bayern far have scored more a lot. see bayern are chasing some sort of a yeah. like extra terrestrial level right and now they were almost there or maybe they they still have a chance now oh yeah in terms of goals they have yes. already scored 42 yeah. the highest for a single ucl campaign is 46 yeah by barca 19 way back yeah. yeah and i don't know i honestly speaking i wouldn't put it past them to match that at least in the you final know. it's a bit tough uh, barca played six more games though uh if if not for that yeah bayern would have been much ahead but uh, since it's the final let's see what what happens i mean can't can't guarantee yeah, the number of goals being scored on the other hand psg have been very solid this very season. solid yes 25 goals thiago uh, silva kimpembe marquinhos staying as a cdm yeah they've only conceded five goals yes all all tournament yeah, only and, considered five uh, goals and big big you know you whoop to uh, marquinhos kimpembe silva they've had they've had carrer also defensively he is hmm ha he's, he's done, done not that bad decently yeah and bernard ka hai wo bhag jata hai aage yeah he plays a bit more forward plays more of an attacker at times and then of course navas navas kelo navas a lot of madrid fans were sad and rightly so yeah. to see him go yeah Then he's turned it on. You be. He's turned it on. In truly, truly. He, he's Paris. been a game saver at times. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that'll. He's still a doubt. He's not been confirmed as such. Ki haan, wo khelega ya nahi khelega. Yeah, that that might be a miss. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Speaking of the tactics. Yes. Let's be, let's dwell into that a bit. To be deployed. Hmm. Which one first? Bayern. Bayern. The 4-2-3-1. Uh, everyone knows how they play 4-2-3-1. But do you think they'll change slightly? I feel they should. For me, just a bit. And uh, let you know why. I think we, as we said, all we all know how Bayern plays. High defensive line, a lot of pressure on on the opposite team. They almost play in that in only one half of the pitch. Yeah. But uh, you know this could also lead. You know this just could lead into PSG's hands. Hmm. Uh, with their fast attackers yeah. and maybe they should change it just a bit according to um, me um i don't see hmm. i personally don't think um they should change the system as such not the system. they should probably tweak it a little yes that. to probably make the the defenders sit back thoda sa a little and maybe just maybe hmm. goretzka goes out for this game at least from the starting lineup pavard is fit again hmm. he comes back at right back hmm Kimmich comes back into the center midfield hmm. that leaves Thiago with a lot of time and space to control the midfield hmm. and control the tempo of the game and run the game hmm. with Kimmich taking up more of the defensive responsibility on us yes because see there it is a 4231 but hmm. the forwards you can't ex- it's literally four forwards playing in the team yeah. and if Goretzka also plays with bombing forward tactics hmm. that might just actually isolate thiago and if psg win the midfield battle with marquinhos paredes and maybe, maybe verratti maybe verratti maybe even herrera's there he's good uh, defensively herrera is good defensively but i feel if verratti is fit he'll come back he should i think he so. should so if that three hmm. gets a, a uninhibited run at thiago hmm. then that is trouble for bayern yeah So maybe for that reason, and Kimmich has been very good in the double pivot throughout the season. He's played there a lot a this lot. season. Yeah. So maybe just maybe hmm. he comes in. Pavard comes hmm. on the right back, and Goretzka. I know it's a big game, and he is a, he's been great. But maybe he sits this one out at least to start with. 
that could be something you know uh, but you know uh, on the other hand if if uh, pavard is not as he's just not had those as many matches you know after yeah. coming in if if let's say kimich plays on the right back side maybe goretzka has to hold his runs more and maybe yeah. a little more support from perisic you know defensively because you know as we know davis just runs to the byline <laughs> and uh, also from muller who can be who's like present almost everywhere on the pitch with if he wants muller to muller ka so. defensive input utna zyada hota nahi hai jan nahi but just like he, an extra body he never body. shies away hmm. from getting into never, those spaces never. but he he's no he doesn't no put defenses. in a lot of tackles and all no but koretska uh, has to really has hold to his hold runs that and you know play very smartly there exactly hmm. um Apart from that, we've already spoken about Boateng being a doubt, which could be a blessing in disguise. Could be. Hmm. Sule. They still want him fit enough, but yeah, yeah. Sule I, is for, coming back. Even for me, I think Sule should start. Sule uh, has the pace. Stronger. He hmm. has the pace to cover the high defensive line if they are to play like that. So that would obviously help with the containing the PSG attack. Yes. Yes. speaking of the psg attack we hmm. all again this is something we know hmm. 433 433 midfield they are very They've solid defense very, solid very defense. organized yes. and the press they are now pressing as a team which is a refreshing change from what they used to do earlier yeah yeah you know just at times sitting back and at times even the front three doing something of their own now the whole team whole team presses better and uh, you know as we spoke about their midfield it's a more functional midfield according to you know me marquinhos is there marquinhos is there paredes is there you don't expect a lot of creativity you don't no. expect a lot of tricks and tricks in the midfield no, no. but that is what the front three is there for hmm. you expect a lot of solidity you let you expect a lot of incisive passing you expect a lot of tempo management from this particular midfield yes Verratti, especially Verratti is playing. Hmm. And Verratti, you know, if he's again, he's coming from. He's coming back from an injury. Yeah. But if he is fit, he plays. He he starts. Hmm. बाद में substitute करना पड़ा तो they'll do that. But hmm. he starts. He should. And you know, if uh, PSG want to attack more, I think Paredes should start. And if they want to go for a even more defensive approach, if they want to go for an even more defensive approach, may, then maybe Herrera can start. But I, yeah, I think they should be step Paredes. on the you know I should start on the front foot. Yeah, Paredes yeah, and Paredes should should come. Verratti because hmm. against this Bayern team initially hmm. you will get a lot of chances yes. like Leon yes. showed. Yes. So if they can capitalize on that, hmm. then they they can all like, yeah. they can just take the opponent out of the game very early. Very early. And then manage the game. Yeah. And so, you know who better to do this than their front line? Di Maria, Mbappe, Neymar. uh icardi is off after that game and uh, you know mm. the, the this front three they're just you know having a lot of fun they, they showed that in their last game di maria yeah. he's been he's been like a breath of fresh air man and See, he is a big game player he's been proving that champions league final 2013 14 wala bhi Haan. he played brilliantly there yeah. so he you can counter him to turn up and hmm. counter him to put in a very very good shift hmm. neymar i'm i'm excited to watch because in this free yeah, role as this yes central striker forward false nine whatever he they yeah. want hmm. they're looking at him for he, in this free role he is just taking on everybody in the opponent's side and having a lot of fun while doing that he does man he he does 
drag backs and tricks and you know double drag backs and you know at times it's not even needed but he just does it because he's having fun and uh, he looks like he's having fun so that front three neymar especially the free roll mbappe is brilliant. slightly rusty coming off an injury but if he does come into form this yeah. in this particular game yes. then bayern will be in for a very very tough time yeah and they'll have to defend a lot more than they are used to yes um the one area of worry for psg would be their full backs are not the best hmm and bayern's attacking <laughs> wingers are actually the best right now yes nabri has been the perfect successor to robin, robin. yes perisic is really playing very well yeah. and they have komen coming off the bench komen coming in when coutinho when he comes in and davis davis that who road runner, road runner. uh you know and you know when even if kimich his crossing ability He's wow brilliant. exactly so yes so the yes. wide areas is where psg especially defensively would be slightly suspect yeah and they'll have to be very very careful of that exactly they they might need a little more support from you know even their attackers at times yeah and back a bit all three of them are not known for being nah. defensive no, no. wingers no, no so no, that no. is something that will probably um, appeal to bayern Yeah, Di Maria, you know, maybe he can still do a little more, but Neymar, Mbappe, you know, you don't even want them to defend that much. But if you, if push comes to shove, they'll they'll have to pull exactly, their weight. Exactly, exactly. Uh, another maybe slight area of worry hmm. for PSG. Hmm. They have a very heavy reliance on the front three when it yes. comes to attack. Yes, yes. Their midfield does not contribute goals. a lot at times not even a lot of assists it's just the front three and exactly. their movement and, and their pairing compare that with bayern oh the goals come in from everywhere goals and assists come in from everywhere, everywhere in the, the barcelona game yeah they had eight, eight goals different and eight ass- different, different assist, assist providers. providers so this is one of the biggest worries for uh, psg is how they're going to be able to contain the attack coming in from everywhere the bench and which is bench. also slightly you know tilted towards bayern ha bayern has a stronger bench hmm. we already mentioned the likes of coutinho coman and uh, tolisso yes pavard yeah. odriozola they have exactly. a lot of talent <laughs> coming in from a lot the... of players yeah uh, so... psg no slouch themselves you know maybe you know if the midfield three we've spoken out maybe herrera can come in they have draxler they have ekardi chupomoting yeah chupomoting the yes, star the, the star. surprising star <laughs> but yes it is bayern uh, have a slight advantage bayern there okay so key players for each side oh bayern lewandowski se aage dekhna mushkil hai sabse pehle nahi 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 he's the he's the star it's out there. he's, he's the, the best player right now according to me not yes. just the best forward he's the best he, player in the world right he now he is and the way he leads that front line i mean that guy can do everything he can hold the ball he is actually stronger with his back against to the goal than any other player on this planet right now and you know when you're center when you're center back you're thinking maybe you have his his back against the goal but he's even more lethal that first yeah. goal against barca he can run to the wide channels he can create and chances for himself take half chances he provides good passes and assists he does he does like everything this season only he's already scored 15 goals yes chasing the record i think ronaldo ka 17 17 again i would want him to break that <laughs> and he has provided five assists Yeah, that's not that's that's less. No, that's no slouch, man. So as I said, he can do everything and anything going forward. 
be it playing wide, being played centrally, back against the goal, face forwarding yeah. the goal, bringing other people into the game, heading game, passing goals, assists, everything. Complete, exactly. complete, complete player. Uh, for PSG, the most important yeah. attacker is Neymar, obviously. No bloody doubt about it. He literally runs things right now. He does. He is their talisman. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he runs things. He runs the dribbles. He runs the... He's been brilliant with his passing. Very, very. He's at, extraordinary at, yeah. <laughs> at In times. In the last two games, he's had one assist each. Crunch assist. Crunch assist. Very, yes. very crunch yes. assist. Yes. So, and throughout this season, he's played, what, six games? Yeah. He had an injury. Yeah, of course, he does. Three and goals. His sisters both <laughs> yeah. Three goals and four, four assists, assists. Yes. is what he has. Hmm. Two of them coming in the last two games. Hmm. He's coming into his own at the right moment. Right moment. But the fans will be hoping that his finishing boots are on. Yes. The only and thing the, we've, the we've only seen thing, him yeah. maybe lack. And maybe, you know, he can rectify this, uh, you know, yeah. that day. Coming to the younger lot for both teams. Hmm. Nabri has been a revelation. Yeah. Arsenal fans which are roaring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he's the third highest goal scorer in yes, the Champions yes, League this yes, season. Yes, he's nine just, goals. just behind Haaland, yeah. uh, who had 10. He has 9, 2 assists. And two of them came in the last game. Yeah, two, two, goals. two goals and what, what goals, man. Both the first one, of course. Yeah. Uh, of course, the, his counterpart here would be Mbappe. Mbappe, the he's, golden boy. Ah, he's one he's, of my favorite players. He's 21 right moment. now. He's 21 right now. He's about to complete football. Hmm. He's about to complete football, yes, by the way. Yes. World Cup winner, league winner multiple times, I think. Champions, Champions League, league winner, winner almost there. Yeah, someday he wins the Euro Cup, you know. And, and you he's know, done. Uh, he'll retire. Exactly. His manager once said, Deschamps, that this is a player who can win more than one World Cup. Yeah, and that is a <laughs> so, big yeah. claim. So, yeah, in this season also, he's been a very, very important part. Five goals, five assists. Yes. He was injured. Hmm. Now he's back. Yeah. And he'll be hoping to find his full form for the yeah, most yeah. important game. Yeah. Creative forces. Muller. Yeah. Muller and Di Maria. Muller has been brilliant. Back to his brilliant best this yes, season. This season. The last couple of seasons have been slightly off for him. Hmm, a little. But he's, this he's one of my favorite players. And, you know, last couple of seasons were not the best for him. Yeah. But, you know, he's come onto his own. Four goals, two assists. And just the way he plays on the pitch he can be <laughs> almost anywhere if he wants to yeah especially in the attacking third his intelligence is really keeps the game and munich ticking exactly and on the other hand di maria we've already spoken about how he is a big game performer yes yes champions league final semi-finals he's al- always been there for whenever his team mm. needs him this season also he's already got three goals and six assists yes and he is a part of a very very fluid front three yeah and he never stops. He never, never stops. Never stops. He, he, may not, he may not have his pace that he had at one point, but mm. he never stops trying. No. And that is something that actually no. helps PSG in a lot of crunch moments. It does. And, you know, he's almost the equivalent for me, for Muller, because they can do a lot of things. Not yeah. just play, you know, for the goal, they can play a lot for their teams. And, uh, yeah, this is going to be another really, really great matchup. Yeah. Yeah, of um, course, except but, for them. The Good midfield. Players. Yeah, players like... Thiago and Verratti is the battle I'm most looking now forward I am. to. Whoever now dominates that, that huh. I think the team will take Yes, it, it might just be down to them. And Verratti, because he's just coming in, might have his hands full. Uh, 
but of course again, he wouldn't have that much to do defensively because that Mark pass taken Inos. up by Marco Inos. But uh, yeah, he's got to make the game tick, 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 and do that a lot. And he can, of course, he has the talent to do that. Yeah? Yes, he, he can definitely do that. Other very, very crucial players will be obviously Alaba. Yeah, he's been yeah. great yeah, as centre back. Make that centre back role his own. Davies, he literally terrorizes. Opposition, yes. Midfield, defense, attack, everything. I think teams have to come up with a special plan to contain him. No? Exactly. On the other hand, uh, Icardi, we spoke about how he can make an impact off the bench. I yes, don't see him yes. starting this game. No, but no, he, of course not. But off the bench, will, yes, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, Thiago Silva, yeah. club legend, I would say. Of course. 2011, I But yeah, so he's he's won a lot. He's seen the club's transition from maybe not exactly a superpower to now being considered as one of the big teams in the competition, even if it's just because of the financial might of the owners. Hmm. And he plays his last match. He plays his last game for the club. Yeah. And he'll want to go out on a high and his teammates will want him to go out on a high. Yes. I'm sure they'll have that extra sort of motivation there. Hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Okay. Prediction time. Man, uh, I have to say... Very difficult to very, call. Very, it's, I think it's almost neck to neck. I slightly want Bayern to I win. want Bayern to win. I do they not get, want to see PSG win. Uh, but I just feel PSG, if Bayern do not tweak their system, if they do not you know, keep all these things in mind and do not tweak their system according to how PSG plays, it just might be PSG. I do think Bayern... The experience, Which should be smarter. <laughs> the experience of it all. See, hmm. the likes of Neuer, yeah. Muller, Thiago, they've been around for a while. Yeah. Alaba, hmm. they've won things. They hmm. have performed at the highest levels. They know that, okay, this is what needs to be done. I would not, I would not want to bet against Bayern winning their nice. sixth. You wouldn't, but... Uh, you know, you cannot deny the hunger of a team that wants a Champions League very bad. Definitely. And, uh, you know, it's almost neck to neck. So, slight advantage, Bayern, we both agree. But they'd have to be very smart. Yeah. True. Very smart. And true. at their best, no doubt. True. True. So, that's it for this episode of Top Corner. If you like this show, do share it with every football fan you know. And hit the subscribe button right away as loads of exciting stuff is in store for the next couple of weeks. Next up, we will be reviewing the two finals and the entirety of the European Cup season, as a slightly strange chapter in the history of the two competitions draws to a close. Until then, take care.